When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody, welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Olivia Haidar. And that makes us both your hosts. Yeah, it does. Olivia, how's it going? We're recording in person at... <laughs> ...studios that we're trying to get rid of right now. I know. Arguably, this might be the last episode we record here. Yeah, that's it, kind of huge. I'm really, I'm really honored to be a part of this uh, moment. I mean, you know, these landlords, we've had troubles with them. I mean, I, I love their politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, it seems like their building management skills leave a lot to be desired. Yeah, yeah. I miss the Trump DeSantis sign. Oh, I really wish that that was still there. That's high comedy. Expecting that Trump and DeSantis like each other enough to <laughs> run was, together in 2024. That was always the funniest part. Yeah. If you're going to be that militant about your politics, at least like know how they work. I mean, it's just a sign that says, fuck you in big kind letters. Of, That's literally yeah. all that combination of words means. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But that sign has gone away and we will too soon. <sighs> but in the meantime... Oh, man, have people been clamoring for us to cover <laughs> what we're covering today. Absolutely. I'm not surprised. I mean, this is it's right up our alley. It's, it is prime conspiracy the show content. It is. Even though I heard about it and I thought, I feel like if there was actually anything to this, I would be hearing even more. And yet there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. One of the reasons we haven't jumped on this as quick as people want is because I'm kind of tired of hearing the government being like, hey, look at these videos. They mean something. Well, it's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, and especially in this one is like, I mean, we'll get into it, but it's mostly just the newest one is mostly just a guy who heard a thing. Yeah. Or says he heard a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that is just not that compelling on its own yeah i feel like this because it happened on tv in front of the government yeah people are a little more excited about it sure. than they maybe need to be but like you know the a lot of people have gone in front of congress for a lot of dumb things yeah like steroids and baseball <laughs> oh exactly yeah we need to be promoting Steroids in baseball? Is that I think the... I think that was the point. Okay, I wasn't. I, I wasn't trying to figure out the angle yeah. There. Yeah, of course. A House Oversight Subcommittee held a hearing on UFOs, mm -hmm. aka UAPs, which 
up until researching this, I thought UAP meant unidentified aerial phenomenon. Oh, does... It does not. It means unidentified anomalous phenomena. That that has to be new. That must be a th- <laughs> that has to be a change because I have heard the aerial part yeah, before. Maybe for me when we were recording. May no, but it separately. Because <laughs> I I think I just always assume. I mean that makes sense, but I also though on the other hand, and look. You know, I call them UFOs because I am a child of the X Files. You know, I of course, I'm just it's not going to stop. But like, I understand wanting to be more specific, and a lot of these things aren't just aerial, so it makes sense that it's not unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah, they sometimes go in the water. Exactly. So it could be unidentified amp. Amphibious yes. phenomenon? Exactly. Or aerial phenomenon. So you just go with anomalous. Yeah, or anomalous, yeah. Finally, the government makes a decision I agree on. <laughs> I mean, sure. We are on Why the same not? page. I've got way more things <laughs> to be mad about than what we're calling of UAPs officially. So this hearing happened at the end of July. This is a quote from Representative Robert Garcia, who was the top Democrat on the subcommittee. This is from his opening statement. Arg, the sheer number of reports. <laughs> Wait, I don't know why I made him a pirate. Sorry. Sorry. Legitimately shocked by that. To carry over from the band podcast <clears throat> we record called You Don't Even Like This Band, where mm. anytime I read a Mick Fleetwood quote, I assume... That he's talking like a pirate? It's in pirate like, voice, yeah. You might. <laughs> let, me, let me try that again. The sheer number of reports, whistleblowers, and stories of unidentified anomalous phenomena should raise real questions and warrant investigation and oversight. And that's why we are here today. Mm. UAPs, whatever they may be, may pose a serious threat to our military or civilian aircraft And that must be understood. Sure. What I love about all of this is for the longest time, people have been like, well, once aliens come to the planet and once UFOs start showing up, we're all going to be completely united. (laughs) Like, that's just going to bond humanity together. Sure. And even before they're really here, there are already two very distinct camps. Right. When it comes to what's happening yeah. right now. There's this camp. Right. Which is that, hey, we need to study these because they're probably a threat. And then there's like Stephen Greer, who's <laughs> like, no, those people who are telling you that these are a threat. Right. They're the real threat. Well, and that's fair also. And that's the thing. I don't trust anyone. <laughs> I don't really trust Stephen Greer, and I obviously don't trust the American government. Of course. Like, it all feels like kayfabe (laughs) a little bit. Sure. Like, aliens are turning into the WWE, where there's one side that's saying one thing and another side saying the other thing. And it feels like everyone's kind of pretending. I mean, it's more like it's just turning into a a thing that is talked about in America, which is 
by definition means it's going to like bring out people from every angle, which is right. The American dream kind of it's the American way. It is like it's not a thing that is uniting us. It's right. a thing that we are finding ways to be divided over. It's one of the things I really liked about. Do you ever watch or read Contact? Mm-mm. Movie. First of all, the oh, movie wait. rules. No, yeah, I saw the movie Contact. Yeah, uh, it's a great movie, and that is what it's about. Like you know, everybody's gonna kind of look at this a different way, and you know, you just kind of hope that there'll be enough Jodie Fosters <laughs> looking for the truth that we'll figure something out, and we won't you know kill each other over something stupid. But we're gonna kill each other over something stupid. I mean, absolutely. I just hopefully not this. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So these hearings, they were very long. Like, we might get into more of them later. Like, I didn't watch all of it, but I don't know. I'm already so tired of this. Yeah, I mean, I think we're at a point, you know, we've kind of since, you know, it was 2019 that the big releases. Of 17. 2017, that yeah. was it. God, time. Six years. That's weird. You know, so it's been... Since then, that the the big the Navy videos came out, and we kind of had a big step forward in our collective understanding of this phenomenon, right? And now we're just at a point where, until another big thing with interesting evidence comes out, not you know, there's just not much else gonna come out. Until, yeah. you know, like we just need the, the next big thing if there is going to be one. Yeah, we're kind of at that point where a lot of people who dismiss the idea of UFOs, right. their dismissal always centers around, well, where's the evidence? Right. And it's like, well, now you're seeing it. Sure. Like, this is actually the government coming out and being like, look at this thing. Right. This is some weird thing that we don't know what it is specifically. And even still, there are people like, all right, well, well what's the evidence? Well, uh, yeah. And and the thing is, there we do still need, like, much more concrete, as, mu- as compelling as a lot of these things that we've seen have been. You know, we're still waiting on the the defining, the Oprah shot, you know, to quote yeah. Nope. Like, we're still waiting on that. We don't have that yet. We've got a lot of really compelling things where if you are already in on UFOs or on the fence, you're seeing this and you're like, well, that's that's something that I've not seen before. This is this is very compelling. But like the average person, like, you know, doesn't give enough of a shit to like for it to move their dick. You know, like they just it's they're staying flaccid. And like, that's understandable. Yeah, like, absolutely. If the American government really is, like, pulling off some kind of false flag thing here, mm-hmm. and they were hoping that seeing this footage was going to, like, unite us in some way sure. or, like, become our defining problem in right. life, <laughs> they shouldn't have made the rest of life so shitty for so <laughs> many people. Yeah, exactly. Because there are so many people in this country, I would argue... Me among them, and I'm doing fine. Sure. Like, I don't have nearly the struggles that so many people in this country have. Right. But even I have enough that I'm like, yeah. man, fuck a UFO. <laughs> like, that's just like a metal bird to me at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, look, I would love for aliens to come to Earth 
and kill me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I would like for you know. I'm the I'm the girl from Independence Day who goes up with her sign to the roof of the <laughs> building in LA. It's like, yeah, beat me up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately killed. Like, that's my vibe when it comes to aliens. And until that point, you know, I got fucking bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Like, it's tough, man. It's like, just if you need to start your one world government, just fucking do it. Just like, do it. Like, don't bother me with this UFO shit. Absolutely. Will it take care of my student loans? Will it give me health care? Okay. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. When we first saw these videos in 2017, it's like, are they going to impeach Trump? <laughs> exactly. If not, I don't give a fuck right. what they're here for. They've actually got the cure for COVID up there, but we keep <laughs> shooting them down. <laughs> exactly. So we are talking about these hearings. Right. So we should get into them. Yes. And we're just going to talk about some of the big takeaways from this that everyone is talking about. And the first one, the big one, is that the American government is, quote, absolutely in possession of UAPs. Right. And that comes from David Grush. Yes. A former U.S. intelligence official. So you know <laughs> you can trust him. Yeah. And, and and he's 36 years old and looks like he has a lot of experience. I'll he say. is 36 <laughs> going on my age. <laughs> like, look, as we're recording, I turn 36 tomorrow. <laughs> And it real. I saw a picture of this guy, and it really made me feel better about where I'm at. You know, looks wise. Yeah, it's because you don't watch sports. That is probably it. Because if you watch sports, you would hear 36 year olds being described as the most heroic people of all time oh, for sure. just getting themselves out there. <laughs> It's like, can you believe this guy's still walking? Yeah, he's got his walker. At 36. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, I would kill to be 36 right. again. Yeah. I was in so much better physical shape. I thought you were saying that I look better because I don't watch sports. <laughs> like, Probably yeah. that too. Probably, maybe. Especially you're from Indiana. I All am. your teams suck right now. So I, yeah, it'd be bad I times. Literally would not know. <laughs> would gun to my head. So you're not a big Benedict Mathurin fan? I mean, well, I love Ben, <laughs> you know, but just personally, I don't, I don't know his work. So, <laughs> yeah, the American government is in possession of UAPs. Sure. Like, yeah, like, probably. If one has crashed, we probably have it. The problem with this, and it's not a problem, but like Harry Reid said this in 2017. Yeah. Like he, when we first got these articles about these UFO videos, that was one of the main talking points was, listen, we got all this stuff mm -hmm. in a storage facility. And if anyone can say they know where it came from, they're lying. Sure. Like that's, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, that no, was I... Harry Reid's general quote. Yeah. And it really does at this point feel like. The government is giving us the same information over and over and over and expecting us to react to it differently <laughs> at some point. Yeah, kind of. Although, you know, again, I have a hard time lumping David Grush and, and his testimony in with that because 
you know, through, of how scanty what he says actually is. Yes. Yeah, it seems like Harry Reid had a little more, like, actual hands-on yeah. knowledge yes. of what was happening. Yeah, he's been, like, trying to figure this shit out for decades. That's the big problem with this testimony. When yeah. people are getting so excited about it, like, hey, the government just said UFOs are real. It's like, nah, this one guy. This just single guy. UFOs are real. Right. And that's a big, big difference. And not just that, he admits in his testimony he's never seen right. any of this. Yes. It's just him conducting interviews. Yes. With people who've seen it. And at that point, it's like, well, why haven't you seen it? Right. And why are you here? Yeah. Why are you the one, like, blowing the whistle on this hearsay? And you couldn't get a single one of those people to come forward right. and testify? Like, not one? No. Like, your courage under fire didn't <laughs> inspire someone else? <laughs> like, I don't trust this guy. I absolutely don't trust this guy. He testified that he led a Defense Department effort to analyze UAP sightings and reports and was informed of a multi-decade Pentagon program that collected and attempted to reconstruct crashed UAPs. So he led that Defense Department effort. Right. But also has never seen a UAP. Right. So who did? Right. Like, who saw him then? Exactly. That's that's a good question. Like, your would... your underling saw him, but and like then you it... just, like, didn't get to see him? Yeah, that makes but, zero sense. You know, he's like, well, they, they requested anonymity or whatever. It's just like, I'm mm. sorry, this is not going to pass muster for me. <laughs> I, I've heard this enough from better sources than you. Like, yeah. I, I'll take a, you know, we can't disclose from a Harry Reid or whatever. Right. But I don't know who you are, buddy. He did say that this program is above congressional oversight uh -huh. and bankrolled by a misappropriation of funds, which that doesn't sound like our intelligence sure. community at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Th that could be describing any number of things. But also that is kind of the thing. Like we've heard so much about like black budgets and like black ops. Yeah. So now this guy can just be like, well, it's black ops. It's it's above Congress. That's why you don't know about it. And I don't doubt that there are projects like this that yeah. exist above the scope but of Congress. I, I don't doubt that there are projects like that. But do you think that UFOs would be one of them? I feel like they'll put that on like whatever crazy neutron bomb or whatever the fuck they're – building like that's what they're going to be keeping away from congress i don't know that they give enough of a shit to keep ufos away but I, I don't know i think the only reason they would and this is obviously a big argument that people who are interested in this make which is that we've recovered technology from right. alien crashes that would like fix our climate change issues sure and we've just kind of suppressed that so we can keep selling oil for yeah. all these years. And, like, people have died in the process. It's just that my my problem with that is my problem with a lot of the way that people think about UFOs is I just don't understand how you think that we would be able to use any alien technology. If they're traveling across 
galaxies, you know, like. Well, I think it's more the propulsion systems sure. in the crafts themselves. Right. How that, would we know how that works? I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> exactly. But I also don't doubt that. I mean, people will be studying it. Definitely. There are people who would study it and figure it out. Mm. And the thing is, if we did figure that out, like in like the 50s or 60s. Yeah. And we were like, but we got all these engines that run on gas that we need to sure. like keep selling. That would be a pretty huge scandal. But at the same time. What would we, the people, do about it? Right. Like, well, if the government came out and was like, listen, we've actually had the means to fix climate change for decades, yeah. and we just didn't do it. I feel like, as a country, on both sides, our response would be, oh, so you can fix climate change? Yeah, it would That's be- That's great. Please do it, then. Yeah, it wouldn't be- <laughs> Oh, but all these people died. Yeah. And now we have to, like, try you as war criminals. <laughs> like, that would that never would be, happen. That would be secondary. I think everybody's yeah. first reaction would be, please, please keep the planet from dying. Yeah. Like, people like us would be like, oh, but all those, yeah, like, people probably died from climate change. I mean, it's tough to say. People get mad about, you know, horrific uh, crimes against humanities. True. So... We don't know, but I think everybody's first reaction would definitely be, please, please, if you would not mind. And I've said it before, that has always been like my secret hope uh, about climate change is that like we have the technology to fix it, but also rich people are like, well, we're not just going to waste all this oil, right? right. Like we're going to raid this fucking planet before <laughs> we fix it. Right. And maybe that's where every society before us has gotten to. The yeah. point where they're like, all right, we're going to raid the planet for as long as we can, and then we'll fix things. Yeah. And then, like, a minute before they fix things, the planet just explodes. I mean, look, that's probably what will happen. <laughs> that is almost certainly what will happen. Ugh. Anyway. We'll be dead by then. Hopefully. Maybe. All right. The, the next... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Big takeaway. Right. Non-human biologics. You said that like Trump. <laughs> mm -hmm. Were found at a crash site. And this is where the problems with Grutch's testimony come into play. Right. Because he straight up says he's never seen a UAP. Right. He's never seen these non-human biologics. But he did interview a bunch of people who told him about this. But... I, and again, I you know I just don't see how this that's any different than so many of the reports that we've heard in the past. Yeah, like somebody heard from somebody else who said they saw an alien or whatever. It's kind of how Stephen Greer's stuff works. Absolutely, like so much of it is. Well, yeah, a source told me. Yeah, and it's like you are making a documentary right now. Show me something right. that that source showed you that has convinced you that this is real. Yeah. And 
so much of this guy's testimony is just, well, yeah, I interviewed people and they told me. And right. it's like, they might be lying to you. I mean, look, man, like this thing, we've had Blue Book since the 50s. Yeah. So, like, you've got to come at me with a little bit more of a solid testimony than Project Blue Book from the fucking 50s. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been 70 years. Because, yeah, this is kind of the same claim from Roswell, which is... Yeah, we're oh, all yeah. these Roswell people. Jesus. Yeah, we found alien bodies in one of these crashes. Yeah. And now this is just another guy saying that, but he's saying it to Congress. Right. So now people are like, oh, the right. government just admitted aliens are real. And it's like, nah, this guy did. I'm blaming C-SPAN. They started all this. They showed us all of the stupid shit that happens at Congress all day. <laughs> and so now we just expect that it's all newsworthy. Yeah, it's all real. And so, yeah, I don't know. It it really does, to me, feel like there could be some like Richard Doty, Mirage Men sure. shit happening here. I mean, maybe. Where this guy is like on the forefront of this. And so people are coming to him and being like, yeah, man, you're not going to believe what I saw. <laughs> but is he? <laughs> he like, is now? I get that that's definitely true and he's definitely the target of that shit now. But like I had never heard of this fucking guy until either, until yeah. these and I keep up with this stuff to an extent, you know, doing this show. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be it could also just be Congress has a long history of hearing testimony from whack jobs. Yeah. For lack of a more sensitive term. Where's Tom DeLong in all this? Uh, Why isn't he being interviewed? Exactly. This guy's 36 years old. What's his age again? <laughs> huh? Tom DeLong. <laughs> fucking aliens <laughs> are real. He's fucking playing guitar while he's testifying. That'd be that great. would be great. I mean, it'd be fine. I was I, never a big Blink-182 fan. I mean, I was never huge, but I like their famous songs. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, he at one point testified that what he and his wife had seen was very disturbing, but also had testified at other points that he hadn't really seen anything. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's saying that what he he's using what he's seen to mean what he has read and heard from these eyewitnesses, yeah. which to me is not accurate. And when he was asked for more details. He was like, well, I can't share them because they're too sensitive. Of course. But then there's all these like magazine interviews with him before this, where he goes into a whole bunch of detail. <laughs> but something about being like in front of the government and right. being under oath. Yeah. I don't even know. Was he under oath? I don't know. But now all of a sudden it's, it's... all, oh, it's too sensitive. Right. For and... me to talk about. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's again, this is not passing for me. I'm no, not accepting no. it's too sensitive anymore. No. no, it reminds me of when Congress finally tackled the real issue plaguing America, which is steroids and baseball. <laughs> and Sammy Sosa testified in front of Congress and was like, No English? <laughs> I know. No, no, I baseball been very, very good. <laughs> And it's like, I've seen you in commercials where you're like, hey, I'm Sammy Sosa for <laughs> Chicagoland Ford dealers. And then you get him in front of Congress and he's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like this guy, too, like you've given all these interviews. Right. 
And now you get in front of Congress and you're like, it's too sensitive for me to talk about. Yeah. I mean, like you talked about it to Vanity Fair. Right. Where is the better place (laughs) to talk about these sensitive matters? If it's that sensitive, they'll make sure it doesn't leave the congressional hearing room. Right. You know, like, it's fine, man. You're in front of the people who need to hear the stuff. So the next big takeaway, very dramatic moment. Gretsch testified that he'd been the subject of, quote, very brutal retaliation as a result of his allegations. He could barely walk into the hearing. Yeah. And it's like, again, citation needed. Right. What do you mean? Yeah. How about... It clearly wasn't physical retaliation. So what nope. What happened? Yeah. Like, did you lose your job? Did, like, were government agents following you? Like, what? Just tell us right. what you mean. And if it happened. Yeah. And if it didn't, then why are we talking about this? <laughs> and he also claimed to have knowledge of, quote, people who have been harmed or injured in the course of government efforts to conceal UFO information. Uh-huh. And again, well, who are they? Who? And, you know, I'm like, sure. Because maybe all I have been confronted with for the past six years at least is person after person making documentary after documentary <laughs> about what the government is up to and how dangerous it is to talk about this. And it's like, well, why are there 50 fucking Amazon documentaries Mm -hmm. about this? Why isn't Stephen Greer dead? Right. Why isn't this guy dead? Yeah. Why aren't all of these luminaries in the field fucking dead? Right. And don't tell me it's because they're too high profile. Right. The government murdered Fucking RFK, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton. (laughs) There is no such thing as someone being too high profile for this government to fucking murder. Yeah. So why are none of these people dead? Well, and and I'm like, you know, it's like he claims that people have been harmed or injured. I'm like, yeah, probably. But I need more than that. I need more than you saying that it happened. I need a name. Uh, or an event like come and on, we never man. get names. No, we get whenever there's like a famous UFO sighting, we get the names. Absolutely, like we know the people who saw it, like yep. what they experienced. Betty and Barney Hill. Give me the name of one person murdered by the government <laughs> over their UFO knowledge. Well, you know, of course, you're not going to know their names because the government never let them get to that point you know they found out that it was actually that all those other sightings they were fake but the real ones that right. that's who they kill yeah i just i want to believe that's free grush by the way <laughs> <laughs> you can you can have that i want to believe me too that this is all true yeah but it all like on both sides on the side this guy's on which is that Aliens are real and we need to investigate them as a threat. And then the Stephen Greer side, which is, well, aliens are real, but there's not a threat. And the government is just telling us they are a threat. And it's like, I don't know. Have you met all the aliens? Like (laughs) Some of them might show up and fuck you up, pal. Maybe. But either one of those sides is lying or everyone's lying. Right. And this is just all the government. And I'm kind of leading toward 
this just being all the government. <laughs> like, I yeah, don't... I think it's a dash of that and the dash of, you know, this is a long running enterprise. Like people are, have been making money making UFO claims for decades and it's not going to stop anytime soon. And, you know, maybe some of these people are telling the truth and maybe they're not. But, you know, that's just going to keep going. And that's fine. But, you know, when you're in front of Congress, that's where I say I need a little bit more than you might put in your book. Yeah. (laughs) Or at least say the same stuff you say in interviews. Right. Like, how are you comfortable saying it in the press, but not in front of the government where you're encouraging other whistleblowers to come forward? I mean, let me, you know, I might be wrong, but I'm. I don't know if you can get perjured in a Vanity Fair interview. <laughs> That's true. That's so, a very good point. Yeah. And yeah, Congressman Tim Burchett asked Grush if he has any personal knowledge of people who'd been murdered over this. And he said he, quote, directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. Who are the appropriate authorities yeah, in that w- case? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, legitimately. I need to know what that means. Yeah. Like, like you're saying me... that you know that people have been harmed or injured. You said that. And then now once somebody's say asking you to verify, you're like, well, I, I directed people who knew that to the right place. Yeah. I don't actually know that. Yeah. It's sketchy. It's some sketchy ter- testimony. Yeah. There was also testimony from Ryan Graves a former Navy pilot, Mm -hmm. he told the panel that he felt military pilots are not adequately briefed on UAPs and are unprepared to respond to encounters with them. Sure. He claimed that commercial airline pilots have spotted UAPs also, which, I mean, that would stand a reason. If it's happening as frequently as people are claiming, then sure, probably. Yeah, they're up in the sky also. So in light of all this, he wants some kind of official reporting process for UAP sightings. This is a quote. There has to be a safe and transparent reporting process for pilots both on the commercial (laughs) side and the military side to be able to report UAPs. And I don't disagree with that. Like, if this is a real thing. Absolutely. Obviously. I mean, I think it makes sense that regardless of what it is... If you see something that you can't explain while you're flying an airplane, you, yeah. should, you should be able to report it to someone without fear of judgment or persecution or whatever, regardless, again, of what the thing is. And that's the whole thing. He brings up that there is absolutely a stigma around yeah. being a person who's like, hey, I saw a UFO right. and I want to tell someone. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. It, People frown on that. They they cast your aspersions on your judgment. And so I think that's totally fair. Like, again, regardless of whether it's aliens or whatever, this just makes sense. It's air safety. And that's kind of the pushback I always have when people are like, well, I'll believe UFOs are real when I see some evidence. And it's like, but lots of people have come forward with what they say is evidence. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, I don't like that's obviously fake. Sure. And it's like, well, who is it going to take to tell you that UFOs are real before you're like, all right, I believe it. Like, is it going to have to be like Jesus? I think, well, sure. I think for most people, I think most people would say they would need to see it 
for themselves, which I don't agree with necessarily, but... No, like, I've never... I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen an elephant, like, in real life. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. But I know they're real. They are real. Like, I've never seen a giant squid. I have never seen a giant squid, but they are real. They exist. They do exist. get one on camera for, like, a long, 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 long time. Until, like... I was in high school, yeah, basically. Very recently. Like, but very recently. I trust that they're real. Yeah, it was cool, too. Like, that can't be the thing. It can't be, well, I've never seen one, so right. I know that they're fake. Like, I don't know. There's lots of things I've never seen that I know are real. Yep. So, I don't know. But I understand the risk. Like, I understand, like, even science. It's been a thing that's been talked about a bunch where, like, you kind of just don't investigate stuff like this otherwise your peers are going to be like oh so you're a crazy person <laughs> I get yeah it. Uh, sometimes you know obviously there are more open minds than others but yeah yeah and yeah right now the faa if you contact them and you're like hey i saw a ufo in the sky they refer you to like citizen run groups which i'm assuming means mufon maybe that would be weird though <laughs> but i mean who else like they're right, yeah. they're the main one maybe seti <laughs> yeah but seti's just like fucking dishes pointed right, at I, the know, sky. I know they're not looking for it's got to be mufon i don't know who else it would be hmm. like the government didn't the government sort of set up mufon like uh, mufon is referenced in like really early it's a it's the oldie it's, it's government the big ufo one. things and they're still around like i can't they should really call, go by moo app now they should they should <laughs> moo app and yeah it's got to be them i can't imagine who else it would be but yeah. it does stand to reason that the government should have yeah. some sort of mechanism again it just makes that. sense you know when you're flying especially for commercial airlines like you your main priority is the safety of your passengers and not being able to report on something that you've seen for fear of stigma contributes to an unsafe environment yeah so there was also testimony from a former navy commander named david fravor yeah he's one of the pilots you hear hooting and hollering in those ufo tic-tac videos (laughs) right that the navy released he said when he spotted one of those his plane was above it, and he started descending to see what it was, and that when he did that, this tic-tac-shaped craft, which isn't it just an oval? That's fine. Sure. But, but it's it, it, the t- saying tic-tac. Yeah, I know, guess a tic-tac and an oval are Right, like it's oval, but it's describing a 3D oval. You capsule? Know? It's a a capsule. capsule. Yeah, capsule. Yeah. Would, a capsule craft. Oh, man, that makes it sound like Dragon Ball is invading us. Nice. Anyway. He said this craft started ascending toward him he said it had no visible rotors wings or exhaust right he said it started approaching his fighter jet and then it vanished and then reappeared a few seconds later 60 miles away Mm -hmm. which that's pretty neat if it's true yeah this is a quote the technology that we faced is far superior to anything that we had and there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. That's kind of cool. It's a good line. It's got like, if there really is nothing. Right. We'll just do it and let me watch. Exactly. Like, destroy Earth while I'm alive, please. Yes. Absolutely. 
Like, I want to see that. I don't want oh, Earth God. to keep going after I'm gone. No! <laughs> Why would I want that? People just living their lives, acting like they're happy, exactly. even though I'm not around anymore. Right. How could those two things both be true <laughs> at the same time? I don't get it. Yeah, makes no sense. So what are the government's thoughts right. on this? A top Pentagon official named Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick called these hearings insulting. Okay. Whatever you say, Sean. Yeah. He is also a career military intelligence officer. Uh So, you know, pick your lesser of two evils here. He was named a year ago to lead the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, a.k.a. Arrow. You know, I I know that that is probably evil, (laughs) like fundamentally evil, but it's... It's a pretty cool name. <laughs> it's a pretty great name. No doubt about All that. All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. And here's where I'm skeptical. Apparently, this department was intended to just centralize investigations into UAPs. Sure. And it's like, oh, so you mean the space CIA? Because <laughs> that's what the CIA was right. intended to be also. And it's like, I don't trust that that much. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Kirkpatrick issued this condemnation by way of a letter posted on his personal LinkedIn page. This is a quote. I cannot let yesterday's hearing pass without sharing how insulting it was to the officers of the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community who chose to join Arrow, many with not unreasonable anxieties about the career risks this would entail. They are truth seekers, as am I. But you certainly would not get that impression from yesterday's hearing. That's that's quite an impression. You know, his name's Sean Kirkpatrick. I'd probably go with, I cannot let yesterday's hearing pass without sharing how insulting it was. <laughs> Either way, I don't trust Sean. No. I don't trust Sean at all. Like, <sighs> He's kind of confirming what this guy's saying, for one thing. He's like, well, the anxieties over researching this, those aren't unreasonable. Sure. And it's like, well, that's what Grush is saying in this hearing, too. Kind. That's part of it, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's also that same thing as when, like, there's a police shooting, and that same police department is like, all right, we're going to investigate it and get to the bottom of it. It's uh-huh. like, all right, but can someone else do it also? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> and like, this is the Pentagon being like, oh, don't worry. We're looking yeah. into what the Pentagon knows about UFOs. <laughs> it's like, I bet you are. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't trust anybody whose uh, job title is career intelligence officer. <laughs> no, no. And that's the problem. Like everyone on every side of this yeah. is at least kind of an U.S. intelligence officer. Right. And it's like, oh, what if you're all wrong? So let's close by talking about a internet rumor that came out of these hearings, Mm -hmm. which is the idea that Congress was read a letter that was written by aliens. Sure. This is a claim that started spreading shortly after the hearings ended. It is accompanied by video, which makes it very convincing. Uh And the claim was that the letter in question warned about the Earth's eventual destruction by way of climate change, and that 
this letter was read during these UFO hearings. Mm -hmm. It all started with a tweet, like so many other bad things in the world do, that claimed to show video of that letter being read at this hearing. And it's pretty convincing stuff, provided you did not watch (laughs) the hearings. Because if you had, you would recognize immediately that it's a completely different hearing. It is not from these UFO hearings. The video is from an event that happened 10 years ago at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., called the Citizen Hearing on UFO (coughs) Disclosure. Yeah. The Washington Post reported on it at the time. It was not Congress. It was a group of six former Congress members Uh who were paid $20,000 each (laughs) to sit down and listen to 30 hours of UFO testimony from UFO experts who then filmed it and put it online. And they were like, listen, Congress is taking this seriously, (laughs) finally. But the letter in question is actually a thing. Like, we'll link to one of the articles that debunks this. And yes, what they point out is that this letter in question is from a book. Right. It's from a book called The Keepers, an alien message for the human race by a guy named Jim Sparks. Sure. And the thing about Jim Sparks and what makes this so interesting to me, there was a point where Jim Sparks was like one of the preeminent experts, not only on UFOs and alien abductions, but also the notion that the government is suppressing alien technology that could help us with climate change. And he made these claims way, way back in, I think it's 96 or 97. Like he was saying all of the same things that like Stephen Greer and people of the like are saying now. Right. But Jim Sparks seems to have just completely disappeared. Hmm. I can't find anything about him dying. I can't find anything about like work he's done since then. He was interviewed by Art Bell. There's an interview out there. Like you can still find that on YouTube. But then he just kind of like vanishes. The, yeah. bo- the book he wrote, like the publishing company doesn't mention it anymore. The publishing company also, at first, it looks like a publishing company still, but then you scroll down and now they're selling watches. (laughs) There's just like no information out there about this book anymore. But there was a time where people were like, this guy seems like he's not crazy. And if you listen to his interviews, he doesn't. He's very matter of fact about everything. You know, maybe he just went off the grid if he's that much of a climate like hardcore climate guy maybe he like yeah it could be yeah maybe he's just like chilling yeah his name's again jim sparks if you're listening jim yeah reach out because for sure i want to know what happened to you it's the same thing as in it it's the same thing as the guy who wrote the book that we based all of the jonestown episodes on right guy named michael myers not that (laughs) one no relation wait but the other one uh both yeah Okay. He's actually secretly related to both government, oh. just doesn't want to let you know. <laughs> and like that guy too, like he's just like in the wind now. Yeah. Like we talked to the publisher of that book for that episode and the guy's like, yeah, he just like showed up and 
kind of dropped off his book <laughs> and we've never fucking heard from him again. And yeah. It's like, so is that guy the conspiracy? Mm. Or is Jonestown the conspiracy? Right. And it's the same thing here. Like, who the fuck is Jim Sparks? And he's know. just like gone now. Huh. So one of the things I've, I've been kind of kicking around for possible bonus episodes for the subscribers is uh, to do like a book club kind sure. of thing where we read a book and talk about it. And as luck would have it, Jim Sparks' book, it's not super easy to find. Yeah. But by that, I just mean if you stop at Amazon, it's not super easy <laughs> to find. You can still get it on paperback there. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also get it on Barnes & Noble as an ebook for like $7.99. And again, the book is called The Keepers, An Alien Message for the Human Race by Jim Sparks. Now, is there an audiobook? There might be. I have not. I'll have to look that up. Check. <laughs> Maybe I could just find some crazy person who's read it all out loud on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might be an audiobook also. I mean, Amazon and Audible are both essentially Amazon. So right. might not be, but let's look. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way that that title hasn't been used yeah. a billion times. Yeah, there's a true crime show also. Maybe search for... Uh, the t author jim sparks time travel is a fact, travel is a fact. jim fact. sparks the keepers that can't be it it's only an hour and 26 minutes long this is a podcast yeah yeah but also it seems like it's from 2023 so oh, maybe shit. jim sparks is alive and well maybe either way i think on our next episode we're going to cover that book totally and uh if you the people at home want to follow along just go find that book and read it. And Hell yeah. We'll all talk about it on the next episode. Until then, I think we did it. I think so. I think we I think we covered these UFO hearings. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced. Oh, totally. I wish there was more. You know, I like I said, when I saw people getting all riled up about new alien testimony, I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait to see what new evidence yeah. has been announced. And it really is just a lot more of the same. Yeah. Like a lot of what we've heard but less already. honestly but, yeah, kind of a little bit less so olivia thank you so much thank you do you have anything to plug before we get out of here uh you can find me on x yeah <laughs> hi there hi there <laughs> uh people hate people get mad at me when i i get mad at you yeah. when i when i call it x and when i talk about xing <laughs> i find it very yeah. is that what they're calling it now well what else are you supposed to fucking call it it's not twitter anymore baby and then on blue sky you call it skeet well no ah, skeet skeet see skeet, and skeet, that's skeet, one skeet, that skeet. i refuse skeet i will never skeet, say skeet, that skeet skeet and uh yeah i don't think i have anything to plug yeah fuck it whatever let's get out of here olivia say goodbye bye goodbye everybody we love you People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.